Hello weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice to the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is our resident novice, Will. How are you this week, Will? I'm very good, thank you, Sam, and I'm very excited for this week's episode. Um... Welcome everyone to the Anniverse. If you haven't been here before, uh, this is the show where we discuss anime. We take three episodes of an anime series, sometimes a movie, sometimes... Or an anthology. Or an anthology. Is that what this is, technically? It's it's a series. And <laughs> we pick it apart. We decide whether this is the kind of show we can, you can show your nan. Um, is this the kind of show you can show a complete noob, someone who doesn't know anything about anime and... Hopefully, get them hooked on the wonderful um, elixir, which is uh, Japanese animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you like what you hear, make sure you tell a friend. Pass the pod. We want to uh, reach as many people as possible. And yeah, I, I think specifically or particularly this episode might be a good one to share because it's a Definitely. real, it's a real bridge, isn't it? It's a real bridge from normies to weebs. There's a very distinct Venn diagram going on here. We yeah. just want to try and like catch that that large middle section. It's it's going to be exciting. We are watching Star Wars Visions. Okay, Sam, Star Wars Visions, sell it to us. Who? Why on Earth, or why on Galaxy, far far away? Why would we want to watch this show? Now, I've thought long and hard about how I'm going to try and pitch this and how I'm going to try and convince everybody uh, that this is, in fact, uh, the show that will get them involved with anime. Mm. Do you like Star Wars? No. Have you heard about this anime <laughs> thing? No. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Crap, I've missed the entire audience. No, like, this is a passion project from a number of highly renowned Japanese studios. You've got the likes of Studio Trigger, you've got Cinema Circus, you've right. got all of these fantastic creators that have come together to do their own spin on Star Wars lore. Okay, okay. You like Star Wars even a little bit? You yes. liked the prequels? We got something <laughs> for you. You like the original trilogy? We got something for you. You like the reboots? I'm sorry about the last one, but you know, this might be able to redeem it in your eyes. <laughs> it's got a, it's got a spaceship splitting in half. It's got, it's got that thing. It, they it's do the, the thing. Th- they do liked. the thing. The, the one they do do scene. the thing. Oh man. Cool. Yeah. I, another thing is that if you are a diehard Star Wars fan and you're a little bit, uh, dubious, trepid, tridepidus, tridepidus. Trepidation. Trepidiadist. Someone who... Chewbacca-dist. Chewbacca-dist? If if you've got trepidations about coming into this and thinking, oh, anime is going to ruin my Star Wars. Mm. Don't worry, it's all non-canon. So Ah. the weirdness and the more bizarre elements that you see here, the very anime elements that you might see Mm. are locked away in its own little visions dimension where you can just enjoy it as a what if scenario for star wars yeah that's really good yeah i mean i think i went into this really looking forward to it i was like at worst it's going to be some star wars like there's probably going to be some good jedi action there's probably going to be some good jumping around maybe some i don't know force using called wham wham yeah yeah the wham wham which they did very well there was some very good wham wham 
noises. <laughs> so I thought, yeah, what have I got to lose? I like Star Wars, even even some of the latest, even yeah. Oh god, are we going to end up? Are we going to end up just just pulling apart the most recent trilogy? Or even the prequels. Really, is is there any that are that good? When you think through all the Star Wars. (laughs) Was Star Wars ever good? I I, I mean, like, everyone's always like, oh, the first trilogy is the best. Ah, A New Hope's okay. Returns, really good. Empire. Yeah. uh, Like. (laughs) Hey, look, guys, a third Death Star. (laughs) Whoa. There's like one good movie out of nine. Um, Or even, even, even. And then <laughs> the spin-offs, then the spin-offs. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, we've got these. these. These are all standalone episodes, aren't they? Yeah. Like we said uh, before, this is an anthology of nine episodes uh, that have come out from Disney, from Lucasfilm, with the blessings of the mouse himself uh, <laughs> to just kind of go go a bit wild. Uh, each story stands by itself. Yeah. Uh, none of them are interlinked, even though a few studios work on more than one of the episodes right uh, the ones that we're going to cover today are all by three different studios yeah so um, we're, we're just doing the first three today um we are planning mm. to do the rest at some point we'll let you know when yep when we yeah. know or let us know if you want us to cover the other episodes true and we can we don't have to fast track them <laughs> a bit more yeah oh yeah also that if you're if you're <laughs> in the camp of no star wars has never been good then maybe you don't want us to keep talking about it that's going to be uh, interesting yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see who our audience is, whether they're like they're going to buy into the Star Wars or whether they're just like, nope, mm. anime through and through, and that's it. Yeah. Speaking of that Venn diagram earlier, we, yeah. <laughs> have we already leaned in our 52-episode run? Have we gone too far to the uh, the anime side and we've not been normie enough? I, f- I feel like that is kind is of Star the point. Is Star Wars normie? Star Wars is normie. I mean, it's nerdy in a different way, isn't it? Yeah. It's like mainstream nerdy, isn't it? Mm, yeah i mean it depends who you ask because most people have some sort of affiliation with star wars they'll they'll like it in within some degree but then certain mm. people are a bit more um th- into it yes yeah into- which is rich coming from me when we talk about how into anime i am so hey don't we're not worry. we're not judging we're not judging we're just saying people like star wars sometimes and they get very defensive yes. when things don't oh do or don't happen <laughs> Oh, don't they? Twitter has been a delight after these came out. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? We get, we'll get into. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited because I thought this, to me, this, come up. this was just like a fun segue post some pretty poor filming for the last trilogy. Like I, I was went into this thinking, oh, this will be fun. They're all standalones. They're anime. They're clearly not going to be canon. I, I, you, I didn't even know that, but I assumed as much because they're all standalone. Yeah. Or... Or potentially, if they are canon, they would be so small scale that they wouldn't have any or impact. Like far off in yeah. the universe that it doesn't, it won't have any large yeah, scale yeah. bearings on the story. Yeah, yeah. But once you kind of see the the fallout and the what happens in some of these episodes, you start start to think, oh, actually, were the powers always that strong? Were <laughs> Jedi always able to breathe in space? <laughs> <laughs> were Jedi's always? um, able to uh, survive hyperspace on the outside (laughs) on top of an X-Wing. Oh, we'll get to that episode. That is a a treat. But we'll we'll start at the the beginning, as most stories are wont to, um, with episode one, The Duel. Okay. So what did you you think? Give me your general feelings for this story. Um, 
I th- okay. What's so going on? Is was this your favorite? Like, we, are you gonna? Are you not gonna tell me? Are you gonna tell me at the end? I want you to try and guess. Yeah, okay. which ones I liked once we reach the end. Okay, all right, fine. Okay, give me your give me your first. Give me your first thing. Where do you think these three rate for me? Okay, it's... and then after we talk about them, okay. see if it. So, from you said you 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 came back to me in the conversation after we decided we were just going to do the first three and said. Um, Oh, it's good because my fa- I've just che- checked or like this is my favorite episodes in this one. So I figured it wasn't going to be the first one because you'd know that you'd know, you'd know that that was your favorite because it starts with it. You remember very clearly and quickly, right? You wouldn't have to check. So I mean, immediately I thought it might be the third one. But then when we got to the third one, I, I disagreed. I, I think the first one is probably going to be your favorite because of the style. Um, okay. The second one yeah. is more traditional anime and quite funny. So that could potentially top it. Mm. Um, and for the nostalgia, because anyone going back to that pod racing <laughs> arena. Oh, the arena. <laughs> that, that's right at our age range. Um, going to the cinema and seeing those for the first time. So I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go from worst to best three. One, two, three, one, two. Ooh. So two best and then three worst and one in, in the middle there. And one in the middle. That's what I'm okay, going with. Okay, interesting, yeah. interesting rankings. Uh, coming into it, I didn't know the order of any of the episodes. Mm, so right. first one could well have been that that one. All right, uh, okay. I only looked at the episodes after when I messaged you. Um, right. So l- let's jump into this first one. So episode one, The Duel, mm. um, is this Ronin samurai tale set on this kind of backwater planet in the uh somewhere in the far off galaxies mm. uh, <laughs> far off from where in, like <laughs> I, it's already in a galaxy far far away let's be honest yeah what's it relative to um uh it's all shot in black and white mm-hmm. like, with the with the exception of the lightsabers yeah um and i think there's a very interesting twist with with that color coding mm. oh yeah oh, but, so because these are all standalone sorry we're jumping around a bit but what are we doing with spoilers like if people want to watch these these are all self-contained they're all self-contained and they're also all out by now and they are very short yeah so i guess we just approach it more as a review this time around okay for each episode yeah all right fine so spoilers ahead if you if, if you wanted to go and watch them go watch them first we uh we don't want to ruin some of the big reveals and stuff of each episode so mm. yeah and how they end obviously okay yeah so go on we meet this we meet this very somber quiet person samurai-esque isn't he um very and he's he's just observing really what's going on at the minute um he's sort of Mm. um there's a a, there's a infiltration of ex stormtroopers or something it looks like it's post um uh, they mentioned that it's a post-war don't they and after the war they ban they've become bandits essentially and they come in and they raid the the town back to new york after the war we went back to new york yo what up alexander hamilton Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, I don't need to rewatch that. I've only seen it once. It's great. Anyway, yeah. So our somber Ronin uh, is with, I guess, a tinkerer at the at the edge of the town, and uh, he's got his droid with him. Mm. Uh, the aesthetic, I think, is really cool for this one because it's like an Akira Kurosawa film mixed with this kind of 
low tech sci fi. I say low tech because everything seems very rickety and yeah. junky. Yeah. But obviously, they've still got like laser blasts and big <laughs> and sentient <laughs> glowing droids. swords. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it's a really cool effect. Um, it opens sort of the opening shot where it's just the black with stars, classic Star Wars, and then mm. it starts to grain and it, then it fades to a more like yeah. sepia tone um, and it pans down and you start to get these sort of um, old movie um, black spots and um, sketchy uh, film Whatever it is, I don't know, it was technical vocabulary. But yeah, that's a really cool effect and it goes on throughout. And then that makes particularly the lightsabers pop later on, which is really impressive. Um, yeah. What do we think to the story? Story is very basic. Mm. It is, it is a, again, it's a very traditional samurai story. It is your wandering samurai washes up in some town that needs help. And even though he's a bit rough around the edges, he seemingly has a good heart and he helps the townspeople fights the leader of the bad guys and then leaves to wander anew off into the distance and this is a short episode it's only 12 minutes long mm. so that really is the meat of the plot yeah the stuff that you're actually here for is the action yeah. which a lot of this episode revolves around especially once the sith uh bandit boss <sighs> arrives on the scene yeah so she turns up with She's a badass. She turns up and her her foot soldiers have done absolutely nothing. They are useless, as all stormtroopers are. Um although I, I can't remember whether I see them shoot anything. They definitely shoot some yeah, something. They, they absolutely annihilate a sand uh what sand person, what they called? Sand people? I don't know what the uh, uh, I don't know. I'll put the, the sound effect in here. <laughs> that guy. That guy. Um they they absolutely annihilate him. Every bullet is there just cheering away and... uh um, It's torn in half. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so they've learned to shoot somehow since losing it, losing employment um, and, <laughs> and and finding this rogue little band of um, troopers. And she... They're all getting wiped out. They don't send in their whole troops for some reason because she... Yeah. When she starts getting the upper hand, more troops come out of the ship. Like, lead with your troops. Just send them all out. You'd have probably done better. Where were these guys? Yeah. You'll just send out a few, test the waters. Right, they're dead. Let's send out the rest. Um, But yeah, her lightsaber. Let's, first and foremost, come on. They're doing it for for show. But honestly, I'm I'm digging it. I I love it. I think it... Absolutely. One of the big things about sabers that we all know, because we're all massive Star Wars fans, um, is they're good for defense as well as attack. They block... Uh, they deflect shots they bounce them back given given the right uh, person for the job obviously I wouldn't be able to control mm. it because I, I'm i not one with the force but um, chop your arm off I'd, I'd chop my arm off I'd chop everything off I'd be just I'd just be <laughs> flying left right uh, yeah so you can block um, phases not phases blasters blaster shots um, bullets mm. um, lights I don't know what what, are the, what does it fire Glaze. Blasts. Plasma. <laughs> plasma. <Okay. laughs> Does it? Plasma? Pretty sure they're plasma shots, right? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, You're the Star Wars fan. Am here. I? <laughs> I pretty, pretty sure I'm not. Um, so yeah, the fire, they, they, they can block. So this one spins around. It's got, has it got more than one or is it just one spinning really, really fast? 
so this was the first Twitter point of contention. contention. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Everyone was so angry. So she arrives with this Star Wars lightsaber umbrella. Yes. And turns into fucking Mary Poppins. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so anime. She like leaps off the top of this transport. The beams spread and like act like a helicopter as she just gracefully lands on the ground and then she just starts tearing into people with this bloody energy umbrella yeah it's so cool and i hate (laughs) saying it because i know that there are so many and i was reading through the twitter thread underneath like it was a gif of her jumping off and doing the landing yeah yeah everyone was like this is ridiculous i can't believe they would put something like this in it doesn't make any sense that's not how lightsabers work i'm like dude it's the rule of cool. It's also it how... It doesn't matter. It's, 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 it's just pathetic, isn't it? It's nitpicking because that's how anything works. You're, what you're, they can make... That's not how lightsabers work. It's a universe they can add and take away from as and what, as, the, as they need to. And, you know, physics dictates if you... That's how helicopters literally work. You spin something hard enough and you can generate flight. So to say that well, that's not careful. how sabers work... Well, please. What? Please be careful. Why? I don't want them to come after us. I don't. I don't care. Bring it. Like, <laughs> go back to your basement and like. <laughs> I, I just. You spin anything um, actually, around. Actually, lightsabers don't have mass. So how do they? How do they use the helicopter blades? <laughs> the handle has mass. Touche. And the actual implement itself has mass, and she's using the force, which can control flight because they can make themselves jump really far like uh-huh. and fight gravity like they're, they're flying all over the place doesn't doesn't one of the, someone actually fly no that's snape from harry potter no never mind um what? <laughs> he flies doesn't he like he's actually mastered flight um it's a big it's a big deal in the books no oh okay no all right well anyway i i buy it and i, I really whatever like fine okay yeah fine. it's yeah. It's very cool, and she, the way that she used it, I was kind of disappointed she didn't use it for longer. Like, she, Obviously, this is all leading to this big confrontation with uh, the Ronin, and there's one particular moment with the Umbrella where she stabs clean through a lizard alien's chest mm. and then hits the open Umbrella button. Oh, I yes. can only imagine <laughs> that dude just getting diced up like a slap chop, just peeling away as the Umbrella tendrils come out yeah oh. um so you didn't answer my question is it one saber that's divided into like four like the beams does that yeah does, does, so yeah the clip on top the bit that she clips on top mm. of it and she that she throws away eventually yeah, yeah. and that the ronin then eventually gifts to the uh the, the tinkerer mm. um is what splits the beam coming from the kyber crystal right which we see uh, in a similar manner, actually, later down the line in one of the other episodes. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's one beam being split out into, I assume, less powerful uh, propellers. My, my my final point on, on that whole thing is, you say it's the rule of cool, that potentially is what it is, because first and foremost, that is a defensive weapon. It acts as a shield, it spins really fast and blocks all fa- uh, blaster bullets, blaster mm. molten shots, shots. Uh, blaster blasts um, from from getting to her. So it's a defensive weapon. And then after she's done that, she showboats and uses the force to sort of spin it around above her head, pretend it's an umbrella, and casually land 
on the floor. Like it's just a, you know, a, a performance for her. She's yeah. she's just dominating. And that's the perfect way to describe it as well, because it actually does stem from traditional martial arts films in which the protagonist or one of the um, antagonists with a unique weapon mm. in quite a lot of traditional Kung Fu movies would use an umbrella and they'd use it and they would spin it to deflect uh, incoming oh, yeah, projectiles yeah, yeah. from hordes of enemies and they'd use it to help with stunts because you could kick off an umbrella if you reinforce it in the right ways. You could use it for lots of fun uh, bits of choreography. So they, even though it is ridiculous mm. and looks really cool, it does stem from it's got some an, in, an influence. Cool. There we go. Um, and then we they're fighting. They're having a wonderful time. But before they before he sort of engages fully, we get the big reveal because she's like, "Oh, I love it." He oh he stops her her um. Yeah, with the force. He, he uses the force, revealing himself as a force user, um, stops her saber with his hands. And it's like, oh, that's dope. Why don't more people do that? I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Um, that's so sick. Also, if it doesn't have mass, how, if the, le- yeah, is that another contention? If, <laughs> cause you, maybe we haven't seen it because the saber beam doesn't have mass. Cause we only ever see people grab the handle of the sa- saber using the force. Mm. arguably that could be a thing that could be something where it falls down a little bit but anyway it looks cool as hell so it doesn't matter um he stops the um yeah the saber blade with his with the force and she's oh my god you're a jedi and then he reveals his red saber and he's like oh it's so cool i absolutely was not expecting it as well yeah Uh, yeah i wasn't him he's got this awesome katana hilt uh, on his waist and he pulls out of the scabbard this red lightsaber mm. and everyone's like what <laughs> what the hell's going on and uh the two start fighting and what did you, what did you think of the fight um, um going from the the village to the log to the gambit at the end i thought it was fun i thought it was a throwback to you know Anakin and Obi-Wan floating down the lava yeah. river. Um, I thought it it was all right. It was good. I think, you know, that was a bit sort of manufactured just to do that. I thought the, the scene at the end was a bit anticlimactic. I don't think it was true to character that she would jump in like that. Um, mm. I, I thought what it was trying to replicate and should have continued to replicate was Obi-Wan and Maul um, face, facing off through the... Um, elect the 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 barrier, yeah, you know, through the screen, through the screen, Phantom Menace, yeah. and just sort of waiting each other out and not being able to attack because, and it, well, first of all, they couldn't, but in this situation, the f- person who attacks first is more likely to lose because mm. you are charging into an unknown, and the person can just wait and take you out from the other side. So even if like, yeah, e- even if he was so basically there's a there's a misdirect isn't there you think he's there the other yeah. side of this waterfall behind a waterfall yeah with his le- with his um lightsaber on and she dives through acting all confident swipes and destroys a statue holding the lightsaber and he's behind her just runs her through with the with the saber um yeah that comes from the scabbard which i thought was a, a, a quite a nice touch because if you think about Star Wars lore for long enough, and I know lots of people <laughs> outside of us have, um, 
why does the wandering ronin the samurai why does he have a scabbard for his yeah, lightsaber? Yeah, yeah. it doesn't make any sense why would you draw it from a scabbard and the reveal isn't is and it's that itself acts as a misdirect for uh the sith that she that he fights um and she thinks that he's only got the one blade because he's only been fighting with one blade this whole time yeah and then he it turns out that the scabbard itself has a blade within it and i do quite like that it ends with not like it's it's more of a cerebral way of winning instead of just brute force and it kind of ties into i guess his character of being this reserved we never really see him expending a massive amount of effort in anything that he's doing and i kind of like that it was such a, a very quick lightsaber through the chest it's done it is anticlimactic but it's qui-gon yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah true <laughs> <laughs> lots of phantom menace uh is that phantom vibes yeah, this vibes. One. yeah it's phantom menace. um yeah yeah it, it I, I didn't mind it it didn't ruin it for me i just um and it's 12 minutes like you've got to do some they're trying to do twists and trying to keep it all tell the story and keep it all pacey um so yeah i enjoyed mm-hmm. it i thought it was good uh and the reveal at the end that he's collecting kyber crystal is it kyber crystals is that what they're called? Yeah, kyber yeah. crystals. Kyber yeah. crystals um, in his cloak, and um, he's got more than one lightsaber. Sort of just makes you want to know more about who, who where he's come from and who he is. Like he says, he, he yeah. specifically says he's not a Jedi because she says she enjoys killing them, and she's like, "Well, you're going to be disappointed or whatever." I can't remember what he says, but um, mm. he, he basically makes it clear that he's not a Jedi, which suggests that he's a Sith. So is he a reformed yeah. Sith? Is he... Yeah, is he a Sith that left? Is he somebody who was just for sensitive and yeah. is hunting Sith? Yeah. Like, that would explain why he's got the red saber, because he's just collected, collected it yeah, from... But then how do you get Sith the first... How do you kill the first Sith? That must have, yeah, that must have been dope. Um, it is very interesting, and it opens up this... And I, and I love it in that way because it is so open-ended and it you can just imagine this guy traveling from planet to planet with his little droid looking for sith or just or just stepping into various conflicts and people being scared of him like the, the villagers were initially yeah yeah because he's got that red saber but that would help to give him this air of and also, it, potentially siths just don't like other siths <laughs> and that like yeah true um like, because originally I was like, why are they fighting? They're on the same team. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Anyway, so that's episode one. Is there anything you want to touch on before we move on? I think that the, the, the way the sabers pop on the black and white is incredible. Like, when we talk about the animation, oh, yeah. it's very, um, it's a quite mature animation. It's not your typical, um, cartoony, um, mm. you know, uh, shonen-y t- style anime. It's quite, um, yeah, it's, it's grounded. very senine in that yeah. regards. It's, they're more realistic proportions. Um, it, this is by studio Kamikaze Doga, which is kind of a, a hybrid anime producer and the, uh, animator itself. And they specialize in 3D and 2D, um, animation. So this is all in 3D with kind of a cell shaded filter over the top of it to make it look more traditional. Um, they're known for doing stuff like uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure openings and um, a few other bits and pieces here and there. Big one was the, and I don't think we've talked about it just yet, is uh, did you watch in sub or dub? Oh, uh, dub. 
yes, I did as well, apart from a particular scene in episode two, which we'll get to. All right, okay. Um, but yeah, the voice cast for all of Star Wars Visions is absolutely stacked on the uh, English-speaking front. Um, the bandit leader, Sith, in this episode is actually voiced by Lucy Liu. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Which, <clears throat> and I think she absolutely nails it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I had right. no complaints over any of the voice acting throughout these uh, episodes. I thought they were really good. Um, I was interested, I'm interested to see if anyone in particular is the voice of the boy in the next one, because... Oh, I think you'll like it. I, th- I feel like I recognise the voice, but I obviously haven't looked it up. Um, should we move on to episode... Any other thoughts about this one? Nah, let's move on. Okay, so we're on to episode two, which is Tatooine Rhapsody. <laughs> um... <laughs> sure. Um, so it's <laughs> it's a completely different style of animation. Oh my god! <laughs> it goes from like um, a drifter's style anime to mm. Rick and Morty. Basically, it's just <laughs> Pickle Rick just turns up in the be- at the beginning of episode one. Uh, no, it does slime slug thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, where do we want to start with this? It's completely different. We focused on this little this young boy who seems. To- seems to be jedi it seems to be a jedi or force sensitive and he has a saber he's running it cuts to the future it seems to be set uh, just like with that initial bit where he's he's the kid and running away i think that's around the time of the clone wars because yes. you see that there's the all, the, all the yes. fighting the yeah i feel like it i, I, thought, I, thought, it was, I thought it was obi-wan to begin with um like a like uh, a younger version of obi-wan obviously it's not canon, so they can do what they want with the character. But I thought that was sort of mm. who it was supposed to represent, because um, he has um, he has his ponytail, doesn't he? So I was thinking, oh, yeah, he does. Little rat tail and his blue saber, yeah, a rat tail, yeah, and the blue saber, yeah, yeah. The big thing about this episode is that it is, it's basically a rock opera. Yeah, um, it's completely dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it is ludicrous. It's it's Star Wars the musical. Yeah, the entire episode. In the Clone Wars, he gets sort of in a bit of trouble and he gets um, found by giant slug monster, some sort of hut, um, someone from the hut family. Um, yes. And through ex- through sort of um, showing, not telling, we realize that these guys are part of a band now and it's sort of moved forward and they're playing musical gigs to like half empty Star Raver auditoriums and with like 30 people in. And, um, then we get this big reveal of the wider world when Boba Fett turns up. Oh, yeah. Voiced by the guy who plays him in the actual movie. No well. way. Oh, that's awesome. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, he rocks up um, and threatens to shut down the entire show. It, well, uh, no, I think he, he threatens wants... to kill their friends. Kill his friends. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like he's not like some um, noise complaint officer that's come to just shut... I'm shutting this down. He's, he's you literally... guys are too loud. ...threatening to kill his entire... The lady in band. 4B can't hear her soap operas. And... I'm bringing you in. And instead, they don't... Oh, basically, he wants to take the slug monster to Jabba because, for some reason... He's done something wrong. And we never actually find out what he's done wrong. He's just like, you we know what you did. No. <laughs> we don't. I, I don't think I did. Exposit more. I know we always complain about exposition, but give me more. I want to know what this, this... This is the one time you can. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. He's come to take Slug Monster back to Jabba. And um, 
the band are like, <laughs> no, we're going. So they run off and Bubba chases them down and ends up catching them. And we get this really sort of poignant moment where our main boy tries to use his lightsaber. It doesn't work. Um, yeah. Um, I like Boba Fett's line there. It's just like, really? You want to do this? Yeah, he's got the gun I mean, pointing at him. The one time that Boba Fett has ever been even remotely menacing. <laughs> Dude's a shit bounty hunter. What can I say? Yeah. Um, I want to call him Bobber because later there's a scene where there's going to be a big payoff to that. So I'm going to go with Bobber. <laughs> <laughs> please do. Please continue. <laughs> so Bobber takes uh, the fat slug and the Jedi can't get his saber up. But... um. Hey. they then he he has this big upset moment where he's like i can't do anything i want to save my friend but i can't and then he realizes that we're a band and we're going to use we're this team. we're going to use this to our to our advantage and they managed to somehow broker a deal with jabba which is like there is no deal what? there what why would jabba ever agree the deal is let me play to play a music gig Okay, all right, that's it. That's the deal. Let me play a music gig. That's it. That, there's no, there's no. And then you, then you can kill the bassist. Then you can kill like, the bassist. What? Okay. <laughs> why would he ever agree to that? There is no reason why he would agree to that, but he does. And they play this full-on ballad out to. Oh, first of all, we get the pod racing scene. Yes, I honestly, I was fully expecting. It. My mm. hopes were so high yeah. when it was the same panning camera shot yeah. through the pod racing stadium. I was like, "Please give me anime pod racing. That's all I need. All I need." No, no. it was just a setup to have all of the characters uh, on a big stage in front of uh, the big audience. I'm also that- not sure what they are, what they are at, because. There's no pod racing. We don't see any pod racers. We don't see anything remotely. It's a public execution. Yeah, but 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 why is it a pod racing arena <laughs> track? I well look, man, making us another individual execution stage is going to cost a lot of credits. Like, why would you not? <laughs> a business savvy slug like Jabber is going to bring all of his events to one location. Then you're only paying rent once. I guess. But it's a big venue for something that's going to take for, for just this one guy to die, and then yeah, and then they 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 perform on stage, so it's it's a show. I see in my head it was a show introducing a public execution, introducing a pod race. <laughs> that was that was my logic. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. May, maybe it is just this big event for one person to die, uh, and they were literally just going to shoot him. They literally have their guns pointed at him at the end of the song. So it, yeah, I feel like that's anti-climax. Like they get rid of the axes, don't they? Because they were going to behead him. And then they're like, okay, I guess we'll just shoot you now. Yeah. And then he has the big gambit. Can we talk about the song? Because holy crap, the English singing is... <laughs> it's definitely... A thing. Singing. It's, yeah. Oh, God. The music's good. I, and I like it. But you... In the the broader anime community... There are lots of very, very talented musicians who do co- English covers mm. of anime songs. Okay. And in the early days of uh, these covers being done, there was a lot of these singers who would translate the lyrics into English, exactly, mm. and then try to squeeze those words, English words, into Japanese lyric structure. Right. 
And it sounds very strained. And I was getting those exact vibes uh, from okay. our main boy trying to sing this song. I mean, that, surely that doesn't so work it. because the English words don't rhyme the same way, Jap- like Exactly, yeah. which is why it doesn't sound great. Yeah. And this, the guy who voices our main character, Jay, does a good job, I think. Kinda. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but I it, think it's fine. It's, it's passable. Mm, yeah. But it doesn't. I wasn't feeling the way the crowd was feeling. No, and I right. could tell that the lyrics were specifically written to have some sort of poignant meaning and be quite powerful. But again, I think yeah. the word choice and things sort of didn't land. It was sort of just like, oh, right, okay, powerful song. Great. Cool. So in Japanese, actually, it does sound a lot better. There, there are a lot of English words used in the Japanese version. Okay. Um, but they work a bit better because then... It's English words and then into Japanese mm. to for like the rest of the part of the chorus of the verse. So if I I feel it flows a lot better. Okay, but yeah, the voice actor does it. Who is and the voice actor? Do you know who the voice no. actor? Anyway. Am I, right, you're, you're building up to this, but I'm terrible with names and stuff. So there's every chance you're going to say someone, and I'm going to be like, I don't know who. That I really is. hope that, that that this lands then because the guy who voices yeah, Jay, yeah. You might have. Is Joseph Gordon Levitt? No. Ah, oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. You've been watching, is it, what is it? Third Rock from the Sun. Third Rock? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Third Rock from the Sun, yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah and so Joseph, Joseph Gordon him? Levitt, yeah. I do like Joseph. He's good. Ah, cool. That fits. I mean, the character looks like a. Y- fits the character. Yeah. Doesn't fit the song, unfortunately. Ah. No. Uh, good effort. But still, but, big yeah. name, big name. Oh, but Bob, was... Boba Fett is just bobbing along to the song. Oh yeah, and Jabba's tail's like yeah, slapping up and down. Of as well. course, Boba Fett is bobbing. And then, yeah, they, and, like... and then they stop the oh the gambit, yeah. yeah. So then they like oh, now Slug Boy's got to die now. But oh wait, there's more. <laughs> hey Jabba, why don't you be our first sponsor? We're gonna take the galaxy by storm. And he's We're like, gonna be the number one band in the whole galaxy, and apparently, that's it. He yeah. says, "Yeah, because yeah. he's a businessman. He sees he's the, he's the Simon Cowell of the the uh, Star Wars universe. He's there, a much more murdery Simon Cowell. Well, yeah, it's Star Wars, so you have to be a bit murdery. But um, you know, yeah, it, it's true. Everyone's a bit murdery. Yeah, everyone is a bit murdery. Like." Actually, now that you think about it, most people in the Star Wars universe are murdering. Have killed at least one person. Even Leia's strangled Jabba. Yeah, like, and like, I'm pretty sure Padme shot somebody. Is Obi Wan the only one that hasn't killed? I mean, he's... Obi Wan's killed tons of people. But he's killed lots of people. He chopped that guy's arm off for trying to sell him death sticks. Yeah, chopped his arm off. That's my point. Like, he didn't even finish off Anakin when he had the chance. He should have done that. I'm pretty sure he's killed somebody. He must. He, it, well, he's killed tons of clones. And, like... Yes, very true. Oh, he, oh, no, he didn't kill Grievous, did he? He crushed Grievous's ribcage. Maybe Obi-Wan's even more sadistic, because he's <laughs> maiming and yeah. torturing his prey, yeah. instead of putting them out of their misery. True. But I think he is supposed to be like that, um, I will never kill kind of person, unless they're a clone, and then mm. I can kill. Because um, <laughs> there's always another one. <laughs> there's always another one. Uh, brutal yeah um so what did you think of of the rock opera overall overall i thought it was fun i liked some of the um throwbacks um i liked the line <laughs> they do the line oh i can't believe we nearly missed it they do and punch it i punched it already <laughs> <laughs> no but yes 
They do the line um, when Bob, Boba, or Boba, let's go back to Boba. Boba's following them in the ship and our main boy, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, goes, um, I've got a bad mm. feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. they And I think, yeah, throughout, in especially episodes two and three, yeah. they use a lot of throwback yeah. lines and yeah stereotypes from Star Wars altogether. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I think this one, compared to the first one, I think this uses the Star Wars IP a bit better. I think the first Interesting. one... Interesting, really? Yeah. I'll, I'll get into it when we think about all three okay. towards the end. But yeah, I think they they, they do a really good job of um, the world and the setting and the legacy characters here. Okay, cool. Um, should we move into episode three, The Twins? The Twins, yes. Uh, I'll hit you with a cast straight up for this one because I, I thought that the two voice performances... Uh, were pretty strong mm. um, from our main two c- twin characters. Yeah. So we have Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> oh, as, no way! Uh, yeah, as, oh. the, uh, as the lad. He is honestly one of my favourite actors of all time. I think Neil Patrick Harris is amazing. He's so cool. He's so good. And he, I think he knows it. I think my only criticism with him is that he's a bit too chipper for what's going on. But I think that yeah. kind of works. Yeah, I, um, I think so. Yeah. Oh, that... And then it's Alison Brie from Community. I don't know that person. And Glam? I haven't seen one? either of know. those things. But cool. She's great. She's very funny. Yeah. Um, and she and I think I was listening between a few lines in this, between the Japanese and the English for the twins. Yeah. And she sounds dead on uh, like an English version of her Japanese voice actor. And the effort she goes into for the screams, mm, yeah. fair play. Yeah true okay cool star-studded cast i love it um Mm, that's that disney money so the very first yeah the very first scene is pretty cool you've got the stars from episode one (laughs) exactly the same black screen with just the pinpricks of stars coming through except this void in the middle of blackness and you're like something's coming what is that and then it just what is it slowly really crisp animation this you know what this animation mm. reminded me of? What it? Uh, Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, actually, to be fair, there's there's a bit of that going around. Yeah, yeah. quite. I can, I can see that. Quite thin outlines, very crisp colours, and like some fluorescent shadings mm. that like are very unique. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was cool. And anyway, this ship, these two ships joined by a giant cannon, uh, pop out conjoined in the middle. Yeah, so good to see one not just one star destroyer, but like to then reveal it's a completely brand new type of over the top ship with a huge, massive cannon in the center. Sam, be careful there. Totally brand new, or exactly the same, just stuck together with a cannon in the middle. Look, just because they duct taped two star destroyers together doesn't mean that I think it's any less cool. <laughs> it's as it's as original as an even bigger Death Star. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, but what if it was two star destroyer? <laughs> but what if it was a million star destroyer? <laughs> Isn't that the plot of the final yes, movie? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if it was exactly the same? All of these star are they star destroyers? Yeah, star destroyers. Are they star destroyers? What are they called? Big ships. What if it was lots yeah, of ships? Destroyers. That is the plot of the uh, the third the final movie. It's a great great twist. <laughs> it's fucking awful. Like. That is so bad. I don't get how that is good content. I don't get how that's even even remotely gets through some sorts, like more than one person going, 
Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, sure. He's got a fleet of ships, and each ship can destroy a planet, but I, it, it, we've never seen them before, and he built them somehow without anybody realising. And, oh, yeah, Palpatine's back. Snoke? Who's Snoke? Fuck him. He's dead. <laughs> uh, okay. And- God, what a waste of money. I mean, on our side, like, going to see it, but also on their side. Like, they can't be coming out of that. Mostly on my side. I I didn't enjoy any of that movie. But you spent a couple of hours and maybe a tenner. Like, they've spent millions on this. Good. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Burn it all to the ground. Uh, Maybe they'll fucking learn. So, anime. Um, Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we get this um, introduction to these... Um, twins who are dark uh, users of the force that they use the dark side they were created from the dark side and we accept that because they show a little montage yep. of injections and fluids yeah and babies and very fast forwards test tube babies they're like genetically made to be the perfect dark from, side from warriors by who we don't know who who cares? How? It doesn't matter. Does, not does, important. Not, does, no, it doesn't matter. Um, we've got things to get to. Yes. So <laughs> we've got to get this plot moving. Yeah, we've got 12 minutes. So then the sister is all this diabolical evil genius who wants to control the galaxy again. Really, really good character development. Very different to every other evil genius we've had in Star Wars that wants yeah. to conquer the galaxy for their own there there is a there's a slight bit there i think in the way that she expresses her views towards the end and her purpose she says that she's going to um bring back order to the galaxy that's so what I think that's that, what that the first order there. said they were going to do like that's, that's ex- yeah <laughs> i i don't think it's it's great because it is just more of the same but i think that there is a tang there of her I think that I I feel like that's the motivation thing. I think that's the motivation of the empire. They're going to control so that they can bring order. You know, they, they, it's their excuse. They want to bring order to the galaxy. They want to bring control and they're going to do that by force. They're going to do that by dominating and just control. I mean, I don't know. I might be wrong. Like, no, again, she is about to blow up an entire planet. So yeah. And it's the, 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 the whole thing is. Um, oh yeah, your big weapon is nearly ready to, and it will have the power to destroy planets again. Like that's not the answer to everything. There are other other apparently so in appar- the Star Wars universe. It, it, it is. It's like um, there's no in between, is there? It's what can we do <laughs> to control the galaxy? Blow up worlds. Yeah, but there's people on those worlds. Blow them up. What? No. Blow up. <laughs> but 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 they might want to work with us. Blow them up. Destroy them all. Live on ships. That Jar Jar looked at me funny when we were in the Senate last time, so I feel like we need to destroy Tatooine. <laughs> no, I, Naboo. I don't fucking know what it was. I'm, I'm for that. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, destroy the Jar Jars. Yeah, I, there's no diplomacy. They say that there's diplomacy in the Star Wars universe, but that usually amounts to, can we see eye to eye? No. War or death of your entire planet and species. I'm sure I'm sure there's a bigger backstory as to why they destroy the planets they destroy, but for me it feels like the only time we ever see them destroy a planet it's to prove how powerful we are. We're just going to destroy random planets to show our force. And to me what would have made more sense is is if a planet was specifically trying to revolt. And I know there are bases and stuff and there's rebels and all that. And but- like where the republic senators and Yeah. Yeah, I mean that. I'm all, I'm all for that because let's just stop 
<laughs> it's either spend an hour in discussing political issues or destroy or the we planet. get this. That, do you think that do you think that was a metaphor for them just getting rid of um episode two <laughs> because it's just like <laughs> yep let's just destroy the senate no more talking we're just gonna yeah no talk only lightsabers yeah. so yeah we get we get the uh the twins vague motivations that they want to do the dark sides bidding and blow up the planet we, we are going to get pulled up one of them on our star wars world no, I'm just, <laughs> we, we absolutely are get crucified. i i apologize pronounced kyber crystal yeah wrong. I, don't, I don't care it's non-canon Who, who's kyber oh kyber no kyber's back <laughs> no oh fucking soda seeping into everything kirito saves the day yeah somehow <laughs> Uh, so yeah, yeah. It turns out that Neil Patrick Harris's character, the boy of the twins, uh, doesn't want this to happen. He's had a change of heart, or conscious, or he just doesn't um, want his sister to die. His, really? Yeah his his force power seems to be that he can see visions, visions, title drop, roll Wee. credits of the of the future, and he sees his sister basically pulling the Kyber crystal into herself, and it overloads her, and uh, she dies. Mm. So he wants to stop that by stealing said Kyber Crystal and getting out of Dodge. Yeah. Which leads to the crux of the episode. We do get a few choice lines before we get to the big confrontation. Mm. Uh, for example, where do you think you're taking that? Oh, I don't know. To a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is some good stuff. Um, This was done by Studio Trigger. Yep. Who I recognize did, the name. Uh, Yep, we've looked at them before. We looked at them when they did. Uh, we did Little Witch Academia. Oh yeah, and yeah, uh, they've also the main staff involved with this also did Gurren Lagann and Kill La Kill. So they're this really bombastic studio, and we see that after the lad tries to escape with this huge Kyber crystal. Mm. Yeah, and he uses the Force to stop the phaser blasters that we see that we've oh that's sick. see Carlo Rendu. Um, yeah, that's very cool. There's, it's, it's, they've turned it to stun, so we see a different sort of phaser, not phaser, blaster, bullet content thing. Um, mm. And that's that's a really cool a effect. Ring. Um, and then he just apologizes and throws them into the wall. Uh, again, a bit like Kylo Ren does when he sort of, I'm sure he does that at one point, he sort of throws people to the side and knocks them out. Maybe I'm thinking of Groot. Yeah. Um, I, I am <laughs> I am Jedi. I am Jedi Groot. Oh mate. There's a sp- that's a crossover. That's a crossover, yeah. Um so yeah, anyway, basically sister finds out that he's taken the crystal um and she chases him down. He f- shoots her with his X-wing. He gets um his drone to shoot her with the X-wing even mm. though his whole motivation is to stop her from dying. And I, I, you know, yeah. arguably he knows his sister's strength and knows that she's not gonna die. But this, just let that happen. But still, you know, a bit, a bit reckless considering your overall motivation. Um, mm. and she that is a really cool effect as well. The the blast from the X wing, yeah, like turn to string as she deflects them into the ATATs. Yeah, and it's just like seeing. I don't think we've ever seen a blaster shot do that ever right in, even when they've been deflected they're just like straight lines going going and to see her literally warp this beam of energy yeah to either side is sick yeah um he then gets in his x-wing um and flies off and there's a really dynamic to all of from here on out the the flight sequences oh. and the movements are so filled with this perspective that just 
throw it into mm. the front of the camera and then push it out again. It's really like, whoa, you have to sort of almost take, a st- it almost makes you want to take a step back. It's almost th- 3D, which, and it's just, yeah, really yeah. powerful effect. Um, and really cool, really unique. And again, that, that sort of movement reminds me of the Spider-Verse when it's sort of, when he's swinging and things, it's really dynamic and the camera angles are really sort of, mm. I don't know, I don't, I don't know what the technical vernacular would be. Yeah, but, he, he's yeah. a, he's the, point of focus at the, yeah. at the front of the shot and then the field of view stretches yeah back yeah to kind of give this depth effect there you go. and that's better doing that with traditional animation is so impressive mm. and triggered i just say like this is their bread and butter and as soon as we hit this kind of two-third mark it is pure sakuga because it's just this apps colloquial anime term for really strong impressive animation okay and my god Hmm. do we get that in the up like in this big fight so negotiations break down and in typical shonen style it's like i'm going to save you sister you're free and as long as you live free you can be free and this is my motivation no i'm evil and bad (laughs) and that's why you should die brother Now let us have a big flashy fight. Yeah. So she first of all pulls him through the side of the X-Wing um, oh. as he's flying away. And he's like, no, we're not caught in a tractor beam. That's that's her. She's pulling us back. And <laughs> when he gets pulled out, it's obviously now it's Neil Patrick Harris. Makes it even funnier. But there's a very sort of um, anticlimactic scream. <laughs> Did you know that in the, in the dub? It's just like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> it's great. Um I don't even know why they did. If it was deliberate, if it was, it's great. If it's not, it's really weird. But um, it's, it's very. It made me laugh. Um, and then they are stuck in this force battle, trying to pull the crystal in its container towards mm. them. And all the remnants of the X is it not? It's not the X wing. Remnants. I don't know. There's bits of metal like and stuff, rubble. rubble and- yeah. Yeah, they're all kind of floating. floating around, creating this kind of cool freeze frame dome around them. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. They the for, their force is so strong, so equal that it pulls apart the container, and then the force lightning happens. We get the good versus oh, evil colors. Force lightning, it's so sick. Force lightning from the good guys is ace. Finally, finally, oh. but but he's not good because that's that's the only reason he can use it. But it's a different color, so like he's. He's a, because he, that's one of those sort of force abilities that only the dark side get because they've hacked into the dark side, I guess. I think that's mm. sort of. And Ray, I guess, because oh, she's yeah. a Palpatine. Because she's a Palpatine. Uh, yeah. Of course she is. Not an Obi-Wan. Not, not a, not. Anyway. Anyway. Um, we get this awesome thing that the girl sister has the red lightning, which we've never seen like a Sith user use like even when Palpatine's using it in True, the original yeah, film, it's blue. blue. Yeah, you're right. And so Neil Patrick Harris's character uses this blue lightning and you're like, ah, oh, so it's Sith lightning, but the girl then uses red lightning yeah. and it's like, boom. Oh, there's a, there's another level of lightning. What? Um, but equally balanced, they destroy the crystal into smaller fragments. She absorbs one part into her suit, which gives her some sort of, um, devil like uh, what's what's the show we watched where they get the tentacles out the back oh tokyo tokyo ghoul, ghoul. Like it's a, like a, it's like the a kagane yeah something like that 
Mm. And she's there slashing around, super powerful. Oh, she's she's like evolved whips as well. Yeah. Just slash it. And, He's uh, running across the ship. Again, we don't get any explanation as to how they're both breathing out on top of the ship. Breathing in space. Or yeah. how gravity <laughs> works. I'm assuming because they've got the force, they can sort of apply themselves to the ship. Um, yeah. Sure. sure. Why not? And he, she's like slashing around. He, he, he's hiding. And then <laughs> it get, if that wasn't ridiculous enough and there wasn't enough that needed to be explained, <laughs> he takes his part of the crystal, puts it into his saber and somehow turns it into this beacon of energy that he oh. can. So then the, oh, so much happens. Like he, he goes, <laughs> he, he gets onto his X-wing onto the front of his X-wing and the droid is like, he figures out that if he charge, if he charges hard enough at her, he'll be able to penetrate and get through to her because she's just emitting so much power. And he's like, "But I don't know if mm, I have." Can't get close. I don't know if I have the balls to do that. And the droid is like, Wah! and just throws him. Fuck you! I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. I'm going for it. And he just powers. And then they flip the ship upside down. The late, the beam, sh- the, the the saber shoots out this oh. beam of energy. Rainbow laser saber. <laughs> And then he tears the ship in half and she blocks it and then he gets just on the tip of it and then he tears the whole fucking thing and then there's silence. Yeah. Oh my God, it's the most insane, batshit, brilliant, Honestly, dumb, someone's stupid. given someone's given the, the Star Wars movies to a 10-year-old and they've got to the last film and they've gone, oh my God. God, that's cool. We're doing that. And then he, he gets the saber and then it shoots a massive saber out of it. And then there's a, he goes on the, he jumps on the X-Wing. How does he jump on the, he just jumps on the X-Wing and he's flying and he flies at a, what, how's he breathing? He's flying, he spins upside Doesn't, down. He's got the action figures, like, yeah. <laughs> showing it how it's all happening. <laughs> and it splits the ship in half and, um, and you know that sh- cool shot that everybody loved from that film? Yeah. We're going to do it, but it's going to be even cooler and- <laughs> because he's anime. <laughs> and then he's going to go to hyperspace. Wait, is he still on the bonnet? He's going to go to hyperspace. <laughs> Whatever you say, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Uh, uh, it is literally like your 10-year-old Star Wars fantasy mm. just played out with the highest level of production that you could possibly imagine. Uh- and it's dumb. And it's corny, and the lines that they're shouting at each other are just your most bare bones shonen. <laughs> he says, "Do it for love." No, he also says, "There is no try, only do," <laughs> which I did love. <laughs> You're right, there is no try, only do. And then he just like cuts a fucking ship in half, and I'm like, yeah. "Yes, yeah." And and yes. she's almost dead. <laughs> and then it goes, then it cuts to him with the double suns, the two suns on the horizon. Mm. It's a nice, it's a nice ending shot, um, but it's just a bit like, nice homage. oh, you've done it again. Um, and he stood there on, sat on his X-wing a bit. Doesn't Ray do that at some point? Isn't she sort of sat on the wreckage of, she's definitely on, there's an old star Probably. destroyers and stuff that she's sat. Oh on. yeah. When, she, yeah, she's hanging around when she's looting on the, maybe in the, that first force awakens, maybe. Yeah. I feel yeah. I feel like there is an X-wing that's half destroyed and stuff. I don't know, maybe. The sister should have known something was up. Like he, the dude's got an X-wing as his personal plane. That's a that's a good guy ship. That is a good guy like, ship. Why did she not think this was going to happen beforehand? I have no idea. I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah. And it, look, he's not... It's Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris, and you can't think of him as a, a villain. Oh, although he is Count Olaf in Series of Unfortunate Events. But apart from that... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Forgot about that one, didn't you? Um, I did. But, like, he, he doesn't ever come across as a villain, and it, it that's a bit bit yeah. weird, isn't it? Like, at least in the first episode, you've got that dark samurai character you can see there's that sort mm. of sinister side to him that nasty that sort of nasty element um whereas here he's just your typical anime shonen guy yeah we don't he's ready to save the day it's almost, he's a good guy he's decided to be a good guy so his character just switches to being a good guy yeah yeah he's like let's not think about the many atrocities he's probably had to commit in the past because he is an agent of the Okay, so yeah, that's basically how it ends. It's a nice ending. Um, have you got anything that we've, that you want to talk about? I, there's not really much, um, that, 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 that we haven't, that I want to. This one. Yeah, yeah, this one. Yeah. Yeah, not a great deal. Again, I think the voice performances are pretty good and I just, I cannot shout out the animation enough. Yeah. Like there, there's so many plot holes and, <laughs> Things that don't make sense or things that are just straight up corny yeah. in this episode. But that's not the point of this episode. The point of this episode is Trigger wanted to do a Star Wars. Yeah, do you think... And now they get to do a Star Wars. Yeah, do you think they literally said... that They they, they heard the, the premise of the series. They heard... But they, they ignored everything other than, it's not canon. And they're like, oh, it's not canon. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Here's my here's my uh, lightsaber stiletto that I'm going <laughs> to use. <laughs> yeah. Uh, She's like a sexy General Grievous. Yeah. I was waiting for the waifus to turn up and it only took three episodes. Yeah. So we haven't got any OPs or anything like that to talk about. So I think no. to wrap up, should we uh, just discuss sort of them all in general? Have you got any sort of... Can can we find yeah. out what order you did put these in? Kind of a bit of an overall discussion, I guess, of all of these first three vignettes, these first three episodes of the anthologies. Yeah. Um, like I said, with the briefly at the end of the the first episode, I think that the premise is nice and simple for episode one, mm. the duel. I really like short Ronin tales uh, with rough around the edges characters, but I didn't feel there was enough there that made it very oh, yeah. Star Warsy. See, I uh, obviously I disagree. Sith... Yeah. Well, yeah. Not not to just. I think you could take this and you could put just it in a normal samurai setting. Take out the lightsabers, and you could even keep the robots if you wanted to make it kind of like a traditional cyberpunk blend. Mm, yeah. And it would be exactly the same. I feel. I yes. Think, I think you could tell this story even outside of a Star Wars IP. Yes. But then isn't that kind of the point that there are all these stories going on, you know, it's thickening the worlds a little bit. Like, I think it depends. Episode two has gone trope heavy. And although it does use, Mm. use the Star Wars, you know, elements a lot more, it is sort of for, for fan servicey purposes. It's not really like, And I'd completely agree with you. I think the second episode is very fan service. It's there to be like, hey, look at all these things that you like. And it is it, it, that feels more like a Star Wars episode, mm. but I feel like it, in the same breath, as I praise it for being more Star Wars-esque, it also feels very fillery. Yeah. It feels like, 
I know obviously technically all of these are filler, <laughs> but I this one didn't Which one? affect me in the same way. Episode two. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a more lighthearted comical approach to it. I think for me, season uh, episode, because they're all so different, I think they all bring something unique. And, and rather than focusing on the negatives, yeah. I think the first one is obviously, it's more um, end of episode six, sort of end of Repu- end, yeah, end, end of the, the Empire. Dark ages. Yeah. There's not a lot of order. There's bandits roaming. Yeah. yeah. It's... Um, it's almost like the it's almost like the period of um uh the uh what's it called Mandalorian Rebels Mandalorian yeah so it's 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 a really nice aesthetic and i think seeing that on just a normal village and then these sort of jedis end up kicking off um i thought it was i thought it was fun and i thought it you know yeah. it showed it it told you a lot about the time period and like how what things were like then at that period of time and it kept it contained. Whereas the second one did jump around a lot. It sort of had things from Phantom mm. in. It had Jabber in, who was obviously meant, you know, he's, he's across them, but like it's, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What was your favorite? What, which, what episode would you say was your favorite? Three. Was it? I, for me, it goes the twins, the duel, Tatarine Rhapsody. Yeah. Um, I can't, get over the just that childish feeling of just awe from that final battle okay. um between uh the two twins i think as a as a story the duel pips it and i think yeah. the battle in the duel is a lot it kind of has a bit more in it's, it's well obviously it's much more grounded and it has a bit more weight to it but for the sheer bombast of the third episode, yeah. that's what got my hair standing on end. Yeah, fair. Um, and then I just, I don't know, I didn't really vibe very much with Tatooine Rhapsody. I think it was still good and the production values were good and the music was um, interesting. Yeah. But it just didn't hold my attention the way that the first and the third one did. Yeah. How about you? What, what, were, you, what were your what was rankings for these three episodes? I think my favourite was the first one. I think my second, I think second would be the third. Um, the, yeah, the second one was the worst. Um, again, I, I appreciate what the second one was trying to do. It was funny. It was like more lighthearted, a bit silly and just having a good time throwing Star Wars yeah. stuff at, um, this uh, weird little adventure. <laughs> but again, it didn't necessarily have what i wanted from star wars i didn't yeah. see any saber fights i didn't see any pod races i didn't it had some set designs that were cool and like we saw that very brief mm. moment of, of the clone wars at the beginning but i really wanted something that makes star wars great and that is the the jedis the force that well for me anyway mm. that's that's that that's what i enjoy from it or even the pod racing even you know, just throws me back i love that shit yeah so. even just like a little reference or not even it doesn't even have to be a conflict you could still um get away with that story but you just making the emotional bits i didn't believe this band had that kind of bond that they would (laughs) risk everything to go and save the slug Mm, i don't know i mean i don't really care about that because i think i don't think it's supposed to be taken that seriously but true but for me I i think the broken lightsaber seemed to be a bit of a get a cop out. Like 
just don't there was no it was almost like a nod and a wink wasn't it to be like ha 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 it's a microphone yeah but just don't have it like i think if you're gonna from the very big <clears throat> from the very beginning of that episode the 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 saber wasn't working and he was trying to fix it i think the payoff there is that it works at the end and he uses it in some cool mm. way i think if you're not going to have that payoff you're just sort of teasing the audience and it, it oh, i think they're yeah. trying to misdirect but it's not a good one because people want the jedi stuff the only thing from that that i it was maybe it's just me reading too hard into it but it seemed like when he was really into the music he was able to use his jedi powers more freely like he does that massive jump at the end and then lands it but right yeah okay <clears throat> i th- i don't see the point of making him a jedi yeah. if you're not going to deliver on it in some way yeah. so yeah it, again good episode just not as strong as the other two yeah. in this first set of three agreed um okay so it's a bit of a different episode this week where we're not really i guess do we still do the big three questions for these or i think i think look looking at the time I think we've yeah. we've gone on along. We're running on We're a bit. We're running on a bit. I think this automatically gets in. Mm. Because there's a bit of things for everyone. It's it's a crossover between mainstream like it's part of the reason we chose it. We wanted to make we want we want yeah. I wanted to see it because you know it's Star Wars. Um and I think if it's something that is on my radar and it's done a good job. Like it, they are all individually really really pretty good. So um there's there's mm. nothing really Apart from if you don't like Star Wars, but like, you know, you're not going to watch anything Star Wars then, are you? Um, <laughs> yeah. I think it's good. I, th- I think it gets into the universe. Yeah, no, I'd agree. I think because of its format and the way that it is an anthology where even if you don't like one episode, mm. you're almost certainly likely to l- enjoy one of the other ones whether it's one of these first three or even one of the ones that come later on i think this first set of three is a really good um kind of litmus test i guess Mm. for do you like the tatooine rhapsody did you like that more laid-back comedic uh vibe then there might be another one i tell you what it also does really well it for for Mm -hmm. a noob this series and i imagine if it continues in a similar vein gives you exposes you to a, a wide range of different styles of anime so yes. it doesn't just limit you so like people will have pre uh preconceived ideas of what anime is and what it looks like mm. this you see in the first three episodes three very different styles and you might find one of those that you particularly like and you can go and find other shows that suit that style with that same mm. aesthetic absolutely incredible point to bring up there you're you're completely right wow. it's almost th- the perfect trial run. Yeah. And especially because we've got so many really good studios giving their all for it, you're going to see almost the best of what each of these types of genres can do. So yeah, I think it does get into the anniverse. Great job. Brilliant. All right. I think we leave it there. Um, Obviously, guys, thank you all for listening. Thank you for following us on whatever you do. If you don't already follow us, hit us up on social media, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram and wherever else you can find us at Gateway to the Universe. Yeah, tell a friend. Let us know what you think about this. Um, I really want to start doing more um, different stuff on Instagram and Twitter and being a bit uh, different because at the minute we're focusing on clips of the show. We're focusing, you know, we add to our story and stuff, but I want to, I don't know, maybe try some new stuff so give us your ideas of what you think we can do there um how we can make those platforms a little bit more engaging for you guys i want to i want you guys to enjoy them um 
yeah, we are going to go into Slice of Life now, uh, where we just have a little bit of a catch up about what we've been doing this week. It's completely off topic. It's completely um, off the wall a little bit. And we just, me and Sam, just have a little bit of catch up. If you want to listen to that, stick around. If not, um, we will see you next week. Sam, do you know what we're doing next week? I do indeed. Uh, next week, Will, we are going to check out Made in Abyss. Another made thing. No, no, oh. this is actually oh. M-A-D. Oh, M-A-D. <laughs> oh, of course. Okay. Though Made in Abyss does sound like a really fun dark fantasy, <laughs> yeah. uh, etchy anime. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Brilliant. Made in Abyss next week. Okay, guys. Sam, we'll leave it there and we'll see you. I think we shall. In the universe. Welcome back to episode 11 of Shit You Didn't Know and Now You Do. I'm about to blow your mind. Did you know that adult cats don't meow to other cats? They only meow to people. They stop meowing to cats when they're kittens, and they just meow to humans. And here we are once again after another exciting episode for Slice of Life, where Will and I catch up and chat about what we've been doing in our real lives outside of the universe. Well, what have you been up to this week well sam i've been watching uh quite well, a few things i i binged watched i binge watched um clarkson's farm on amazon clarkson's oh on amazon's prime. yeah he's amazon, uh, amazon's prime uh amazon's prime yeah yeah it's uh how is it, it it's like fun you? it's really good um you know, everyone raved about it. I've spoken to people about how funny it is. It is funny. It did make me laugh a lot. Obviously, some of it's a bit um Top Gear-esque, where it's like uh almost staged humour. Um I feel like Clark yeah. Clarkson. And, and also, you know, it's 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 entertainment at the at the end of the day. But I, I feel like Clarkson always tries to do these poignant moments where he looks off into the sunset and comes to realisations um about certain parts <laughs> of his life and they feel a bit fake. Um but apart from that, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, it had a bit of nostalgia for me because I worked on a farm when I was younger, very briefly, um, oh. d- during the harvest. And one of the episodes focuses on the harvest. And I was like, ah, I know what they're doing there. I did that. I did that. Um, you know, a very short-lived career and it didn't go well. I ended up causing thousands of pounds worth of damage. But apart from that, um, it, oh it my was God, really good. What? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to turn my hydraulic trailer off. So it just kept on going up and broke the top of the um (laughs) hanger where we were storing all the stuff um and damaged the trailer as well which are like very expensive um but hey uh that aside that was very fun i enjoyed that um (laughs) and what else i've been watching oh dude no one's gonna give a damn about this uh well maybe i don't know there might be some crossover you know i'm into my golf it's been the Ryder cup oh it's the right it's the rider i did see um my dad's talking about that. Yeah, yeah. it's the Ryder Cup. Is this Tiger Woods still playing? No. Rory McIlroy, Muck something. Yeah, Rory McIlroy. Is he there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing on the Europe side. He's not been playing well. Um, he he started know. off today. I, I, I'm going to catch up after this because he's start. Today's the final day, and it's playing singles events. And he was teeing off first, so it'll be interesting to see how he does on his own rather than as a team. But yeah, re- it's obviously I'm brand new to golf. I've only been getting into it the past couple of months. Um, don't know who yep. everyone is really. There's obviously some big names like Poulter and um, McElroy and um, DeChambeau and uh, DeChambeau, I think that's his name. Uh, uh, there's some big names that people will have heard of, but uh, yeah, it's just interesting to sort of see it 
see it in this dynamic there's massive hype around it like it's in america there's Mm -hmm. not many european fans that can go obviously because they're not letting in any fans so it's like properly um i don't know like eccentric americanized like before any shots there's jeering there's cheering there's chanting it's like like a like a a, i don't know a, a carnival or something everyone's going nuts and because it's golf as soon as they're about to tee up it just goes deadpan silent total and they are so respectful during the shots because you cannot like it's just you just do not talk during them and then as soon as they hit it they go in uproar again it's like it's an incredibly that sounds incredible it's it's really interesting to watch yeah it is is really hype as well like when some of them the americans are battering us at the minute battering the europeans No, no In, in the whole of the Ryder Cup, since they've been doing it this way, no one has come back from this bigger deficit, um, before. So like we, the, it's pretty much Until over. Until today. Until today. That'd be awesome. But yeah, really enjoyed that. Um, and the final thing I've been watching, um, is the first episode of Sex Education, uh, series three, because that's, that's, yes. Released. Um, and again, it's good. I, I enjoyed it. It's, um, got everything that the first two seasons had. And, uh, yeah, pretty on point. <laughs> the fact that it just opens up and, uh, I can't remember. I don't know how you can top the opening of season two, to be honest, where he's just beating off, doing his Is that- deed everywhere. Yeah. Well, and this one, it opens up with everyone doing everyone else. And, um, yeah. he's got a mustache. <laughs> oh. He's just got a little tiny, uh, yeah, little mustache. And, uh, it's, it's quite, quite a funny little. He's, he's gone with that um yeah what about you sam what have you been up to this week oh um i have been on a, a blah, blah, blah. i have been on an adventure this week Ooh. um with some of my co-workers we headed uh up to the north of japan um so i currently live uh around kobe city uh which is in the south of japan pointing down towards uh australia so we took a about a two-hour car ride and we we drove all the way along the northern coast and saw some absolutely just wonderful beaches uh, we went into this old cave where legend says that the the mighty susano fought some demons mm-hmm. um we went to the biggest sand dunes in all of japan and it's like honestly it feels like you're walking across a desert because it's just sand everywhere uh ran down those really fun <laughs> back in time for dinner yeah it was just a really nice uh trip out which um was really refreshing because i've not been able to actually go very many places uh for a while because we're still in emergency measures so yeah really really nice uh day trip that's awesome like uh, in terms of well, that's, that's a, a way to top my binging clarkson's farm you've toured japan <laughs> and ran down the biggest sand dunes in japan like yeah all right mate thanks just shit on my gonna uh, want it up yeah cool what else you've been doing other than other than that, um, my journey through One Piece has been continuing. Mm. Um, I've now just finished the Skypiea arc, about to start Ennis Lobby and Water 7. And quite a few series have finished. My Hero Academia Season 5 has wrapped up. So uh, I've got to wait another year. Season 6 has been confirmed, so that's nice to see. And I'm gearing up ready for the autumn anime season with a lot of new shows. So uh, When's, it, when's Attack on Titan soon. starting? Attack on Titan was confirmed for January of oh, next okay. year. That's fine. I, I for some reason yeah, I so. stopped like three or four, five episodes maybe from where where it is up from to the end. end. Yeah, 
And I think it's because I just, I just got fatigued because I was just watching them back to back and over so long. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped and then I just haven't gone back because it's just a bit daunting because I'm like, am I going to remember everything? Do I, I don't want to go back, back. And I want to just start off where I left, yeah. left off. So I, I'll, but I've got a bit of time before I need to be caught up. So that's fine. Yeah. You've got time to catch back up. I think you should keep on plowing through mm-hmm. with my hero because, okay. oh boy, it's good. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, not, not a lot else. Um, getting ready for more work awesome so that'd be fun yeah that's about it for me brilliant all right well we'll leave it there um thank you guys for listening again uh we would love to hear from you make sure you hit us up we will see you next week for made about something but not the kind of made that you want unfortunately um oh, so sad made in a bit made in a bit yeah we'll see you next week thanks for listening guys bye, bye.